Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Ava DeVoe. Welcome to this podcast of articles from National Geographic Kids Magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Our first article is from the February 2024 edition by Bertie Gregory, as told to Kay Boatner. On the ice with harp seals. How one explorer became just another pup in this animal family. A 10-day-old harp seal pup peers off the edge of a piece of sea ice in the Gulf of St. Lawrence off the coast of Canada. Its mom yelps at it from the water, encouraging the pup to join her. The pup looks at me with its big black eyes, as if to ask, should I do it? I've been in Canada for 10 days, filming these newborns during their first days of life. These pups are born into an icy world, where they must quickly learn how to survive, and I want to show how tough these cute creatures are. I especially want to film a pup in a major moment, diving into the ocean for its first ever swim. I shiver. I've been in the 29-degree water for nearly half an hour, but if I get out now, I might miss capturing the seal's first dive. My teeth chatter as I tighten my grip on my waterproof camera. I've worked too hard to miss what happens next. Pups on ice. Flashback to nearly two weeks ago. I'm peering out a helicopter's window, looking at thousands of harp seals gathered on floating chunks of sea ice called flows. The females are caring for their pups, which are born in the Gulf of St. Lawrence, from late February to early March. The helicopter lands on a flow at the edge of the harp seal colony. Under the whirring propellers, I jump out. I'm followed by filmmaker Spencer Millsap and Norman Gregoire, a local ice expert who acts as our guide and makes sure we don't get into an unsafe situation. The ice is crowded with hundreds of teeny tiny pups that have just been born. Some are only 15 minutes old. The newborns aren't very cute. They're pale yellow and kind of soggy, but in a few hours, their fur dries out and puffs up, making them the cutest animals on the planet. The pups are nervous. We hear their pitiful squeaking, so we hang back. They're also very weak, not even strong enough to lift their heads. I think about how they'll transform from flabby little blobs to fluffy white sausages in just a few days. Watching them drink their mother's milk, I know they'll gain blubber, or fat, fast. They have to. When they're about 12 days old, mom disappears forever, migrating north towards Greenland to their feeding grounds. After about 10 hours, the helicopter arrives to take us back to the nearby Madeline Islands, where we'll be sleeping. We leave behind a GPS beacon to mark the position of the colony. Since the seals live on top of floating ice, the wind and currents will move their home to a different location. Tomorrow, the seals might be 20 miles away, so we'll need the beacon to find them. Shadowing seals. Throughout our first week, we watch the pups learn to move across the ice. Unlike sea lions, which have longer flippers and a strong upper body to help them walk, Seals have short flippers that can't lift their bodies, so pups and adults move on the ground like fluffy caterpillars, flopping all over the place. The pups spend much of their first week alone on the ice, 
waiting for their moms to return from hunting. But during the second week, the moms begin calling out for the pups to join them in the water. The mothers must now teach their pups how to swim before all the adults head north for good. My chance to see a pup's first swim lesson is close. Between floating pieces of ice are pools of water, some as small as a backyard kiddie pool, that are perfect for a pup's first swim. So I look for babies hanging out near the edges, hoping they're thinking about splashing into the ocean. Wearing my dry suit, I quickly slip into a pool where some moms are calling out to their babies. The icy water stings the tiny bit of exposed skin on my upper lip, but I focus on the seals and not the temperature. Maybe the pups sense how cold I am because they don't want to join me. I don't blame them. Into the ocean. It's day 10 and we still haven't seen a pup take its first swim. I'm starting to worry that lugging our equipment around this frozen habitat has been all for nothing. But that's when I spot a pup eyeing the pool with its enormous eyes, like it's thinking about jumping in the water. I grab my camera and gently enter the pool. At first, the pup's mom is not happy to see me. She circles me in the water as if to ask, what are you? I know she's just protecting her baby. After watching me bob in the water, she decides I'm a useless creature, not a threat. She then ignores me and starts swimming back and forth along the ice's edge, gently calling to her pup to encourage it to test out the water. Then suddenly, splash! The pup belly flops into the pool. It's freaking out, thrashing all over the place and calling for its mother like a little sheep. Mom swims towards the pup, calling out as if to say, You've got this. Pup kisses. As the pup figures out how to stay afloat, Mom zooms over to scare off some large male harp seals trying to enter the pool. She doesn't want anything harming her baby. With Mom busy, it's just me and the pup. The baby blinks at me, like it's trying to figure out what I might be. Wiggling its whiskers, it paddles forward. I stay still not sure what's going to happen. The pup sniffs my face. Then it leans forward and tries to give me a kiss. This behavior, called a harp seal kiss, is usually between mom and baby so they can get to know each other's scent. I don't want this pup to think I'm a relative, so I float back as if to say, nope, I'm not your mom. Beneath the ice. For an hour and a half, I watch the pup go from flopping around in a panic to excitedly dog-paddling around the pool. Still filming, I capture the baby dip its entire body underwater. Above the water, these creatures sound like sheep, but down below, their echoes off of the ice sound like an alien invasion. Listening to this crazy sci-fi soundtrack, I watch mom and pup swirl through the water like ballet dancers. Soon, the pup tires and is ready to get out of the water. For ten minutes, it tries to pull its roly-poly body atop the ice, with mom nudging its backside with her nose. Back on land, the exhausted pup drinks more milk before it falls asleep. Harp seals forever. I look at Spencer and Norman in amazement. We saw a harp seal pup swim for the first time, it was so incredible to see this wobbly blob on the ice turn into a graceful underwater acrobat. I feel especially grateful to have been accepted into this harp seal colony. Before I saw a pup in person, 
I couldn't imagine how a two-week-old seal could survive on its own in such a harsh environment. But after watching how quickly these animals adapt, I get it. They're the ultimate survivors. Hopefully when they're older, the pups we saw will be teaching their own babies how to swim for the first time. Shrinking sea ice. In 2021, harp seal pups were photographed on a snow-covered beach in Canada. What's the big deal? Adult harp seals usually give birth on the ice in the middle of the Gulf of St. Lawrence, not on land. As the Earth's temperature rises, so does the temperature of the ocean. That means less pack ice for harp seals to give birth on. And helpless newborn pups need stable sea ice to rest on. If they're born on or forced to the shore, they risk being eaten by land-based predators such as coyotes or crushed by chunks of ice. But experts are using drone technology to study these animals and their habitat to come up with ways to fight climate change in the region. Scientists hope to use what they learn from these eyes in the sky to ensure that harp seals stay totally chill in their icy environment. Quick Change Artists The fast-growing harp seal pup doesn't look the same for long. These names describe the seal's stages of growth. One day old. Yellow coat. A newborn is pale yellow because its fur was stained by the fluids in its mother's womb. Three days old. White coat. Bleached by the sun, the fur turns pure white and stays that way for nearly two weeks. Twelve days old. Gray coat. Spots and darker fur start to show through the pup's white fur, giving it a grayish look. 21 days old. Ragged jacket. As the pup sheds its white coat, it takes on a tattered appearance. Some pups swim and dive on their own at this time. 25 days old. Beater. The young seal is now silvery gray with black spots. The name Beater refers to its clumsy early attempts to swim and to dive. 14 months old, Bedlamer. Another molt and the seal gets a new name that sounds like the French phrase Bête de la Mer or Beast of the Sea. Four years old, Spotted Harp. The black harp patterns begin as soon as spots disappear. Some females keep this look for life. Five to ten years old, adult harp. Mature males and many females develop black markings on their faces and backs. Here's some cool facts about harp seals. Each year, harp seals can migrate more than 3,000 miles. Adult harp seals can dive as deep as 1,000 feet. That's almost as deep as the Eiffel Tower is tall. Harp seals are known as earless seals, because they don't have any external ear flaps. They do have ears, though. That brings us to the end of today's articles. If you'd like to find out more about Ears LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us at any of the social media links at the top of the pages on our website. Please help us out by clicking the like buttons. This podcast is for sole use of the blind, low vision, and print-impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Ava DeVoe, and I'll be back soon with another article. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.